How was your dinner? What did you have for dinner? I haven't finished it yet, actually. No. Um, it was... Yeah, it's fine. It took a break from prep and just come back to finish this off. Oh, okay. So, do you see, yeah. do you see the game? That's stupid questions. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? Yeah. Um, I'm a bit sad. Mm. Um, I, I really wanted France to win it. Same here. But that didn't come to pass. So. But it was a really good game. I think um, probably best World Cup final. In a long time. Best World Cup overall there's ever been, probably. And best World Cup final. Because this tournament was one for the ages. You couldn't predict anything. Absolutely. Or anyone. Absolutely. You know what I think? The final was a really strange game, if I stand there, which is basically sums up exactly what the World Cup's been. Argentina yeah. were... I don't know what happened. France were not in the game whatsoever. They started the first 60 minutes. I mean, the sheer fact that Maria played, it's like Deschamps did, had no understanding what the Maria could do. And... Dembele, like he must have thought that this man was an old, old man and therefore he couldn't play because as such he wasn't trying to help come back and help and defend him. And when he did come back and help and defend him, he was rubbish. I've, I've never seen the French play so badly. They couldn't get a tackle in. They, every time they won the ball, they, lost, they gave it away straight away. Uh, I mean, to me, France, I mean, France could have, should have been behind four, by four goals like, at the end of the first half. They just were not in the game. They didn't have a shot on target. They didn't take a shot. They didn't have a shot on target. Uh, I mean, I was just amazed. I mean, what was your view about the first half? Yeah, it was atrocious from, from France. Um, Absolutely. I was really, I was kind of disappointed with how they came into it. Yeah. I thought they would be more prepared. Yeah, up for it, yeah. I, I really don't, I really don't understand why... Or what they were doing, really? It didn't make sense to me. No. But, I mean, when you got Mbappe, I guess you can kind of get away with those things sometimes. Well. Because he was special today. <laughs> Is Well, after the 80th minute. Well, i tell you what happened. To me, it was, two, it was a game, the classic game of two, not two halves. It was a game when, when the, the, the Maria was on. Okay, up to the 60th minute till he went off, there was only one team in it, and that was Argentina. Yeah. They, you know, and then as soon as he went off, and I could understand it because he's not been he's not been fit, and uh, so he struggled. Therefore, 60 minutes was the most he could do, and he did really well up to that. And after that, and then France brought, brought made some sensible substitutions. As, as I think I said to you once before, though you disagreed with me, Griezmann cannot press okay Griezmann cannot press all right at that level right he's a he's a great player going forward but when you're under, under defensive pressure he cannot press the ball and as soon as they took him off and then put somebody on who could actually press from the top and it's you know well Dembele went off in the first half but as soon as they started putting people on who could press France got back in the game it's almost it's almost as, it's almost as though they realised that you know, we've got to put our foot in as well. We've now got to start running around and use some energy. And that we're a younger team. We're not a younger team, but we're fit. 
we've got, we're much more athletic, and we should use athleticism rather than just sit there doing nothing. And to me, as soon as they started doing that, that you know, they got back in the game. And then, as you say, they got Mbappe. He was just special, absolutely special. I mean, what do you think? I mean, to be honest, France could have, France could have, should have won if they had a decent. To me, the championship made some number of basic errors in this game. First of all, okay, he realised quite quickly, let's give him the positive, he realised quite quickly that Dembele was not in the game and he got rid of him straight off. Yeah. Okay, and he, he yeah, so that to me made sense. I, I didn't understand why he took Giroud off. I, I understood a bit why he took him off because he wanted, somebody to, he wanted more energy to come back and press because that's what he needed. I, that I understood, but but Terman is he's not there as a quality centre forward. I mean, I t- there was some, if Giroud had been on, France would have won that game in in normal time. See that there's a couple of balls. There were rumours. Yeah. Yeah. Go, you could talk. Sorry, you- there were rumours he had a he had a knock going ah, into the game. Okay. Though, so that might be that might, that be might have been a contributor. Yeah, factor. that might be it. Okay, because I couldn't understand why he took him off because Thurman. He, there's a couple of headed chances which, if that had been Giroud, they would have scored. You know, and also that the one in the, uh, the there was that chance we just blasted at the keeper with it towards the end of the game. You know that any yeah if, at the very last minute. Yeah, if he'd squared it, that was. If he had squared, if he had squared it, it, if he had chipped it a little bit more composure, yeah, yeah, that was it. Exactly. He's not a, to me. He may be a good player in a few years' time, but he, to me, he reflected the way that France played today. They they played, they played afraid. Not not afraid, but they, I think the occasion got to them. I, I think it was bigger than they. Played naive. Yeah, they played a very naive style of football, which was very surprising. Very very surprising. Anyway, they were lucky to have Mbappe on the team for them because otherwise. <laughs> It wouldn't have got uh, extra time. So that in my mind, the better team won, but France were unlucky. I mean, I think none of my neighbours were very happy <laughs> around here. And uh, the bar, bar, yeah. bar Cami, which is the bar you've been to, they had a television on it. They were going wild in there, man. But uh, and then they had very, very, very quiet. So, but indicative of this World Cup, indicative of the World Cup. As you say, great World Cup. Lots of surprises, and uh, and and I think Morocco coming through has definitely been one of the big talking points. Africa, moments. yeah, Africa's starting to demonstrate that it could actually do something at this level, which is tremendous. I was a bit disappointed with the third place game yesterday, though. I didn't see um, it. Like, it not in that. Yeah, I watched it. it mm. Morocco, I don't know. I think what killed them, what's killed them this tournament is mm. fan is final third right. decision making. They lack a, they lack any sort of clinical finishing. They don't have that mindset. There were several chances they had where one of the players would have the ball, run into the box. Have loads of passes and <laughs> shots options open and dilly dally mm. waiting for the perfect angle or this or that, yeah. and then chance is gone. Um, tell you what, the one thing that really 
pissed me off yesterday watching that game. What was that? Was the Moroccan players and how they interacted with the referee. Right. Because they've gotten far into the tournament based on the passion and the passion of fans. Mm. And they've put that into the football and everything. And we've loved that. Mm. But yesterday, that passion boiled over into a different kind of passion where I think if it started about 20, 30 minutes in, Morocco, um, the referee gave a goal kick and the Moroccans thought it should have been a corner kick. Based on replays, referee got it absolutely spot on. Right. But the immediate reaction of the Moroccan players was to surround the referee. About six, seven of them shouting. I think one or two were pushing him. Wow. I was surprised the referee hadn't... Yeah, by the end of the game, I wasn't surprised he hadn't sent in quite a few of them off. Because wow. it kept happening. And at the end of the game, when Croatia was... Player, the players were hugging themselves, celebrating it. You had some of the American players going towards the referee and they had to be dragged away by their teammates or their coaches. Wow. Some of them had, like, security had to step in. And I was like, I, it got to the point where I felt like I couldn't, I didn't want to support them anymore. Right. And I felt really bad because they've done so much this World Absolutely. Cup. Absolutely. Just become petulant in the last moment and lose it. It was quite disappointing to watch, to tell you that. No. I'm sure they're going to, when they've gone home, spend a few days unwinding, calming down, I'm sure they'll look back and they'll be extremely embarrassed by what they see. I'm sure they will when they be. watch highlights of that game. They've done, they've done themselves and, then they, and their country proud. And they've done the continent of Africa proud. So, I mean, they, they, they've done us so proud. So, therefore, from that yeah. perspective of it, they should, they, they should be applauded. And I suppose one moment of madness, we just have to accept it. It's a passionate game. I suppose they felt they should have yeah. done more. Yeah. But, uh, hey, these things happen. You've got to think next. To be honest, sorry, to be honest, yeah. it's kind of why I support France because that kind of thing is what Argentina does game in, game out. So Yeah, they're niggly. They're, they're, there you go. They're niggly. They fall on the floor, you know, at the slightest provocation. I mean, to me, I thought the referee let them get away with too much today. You know, there was a, there's a yeah. couple of breakaways, especially when Coleman was trying to make a break in the, the second half, where was it Paredes just came across him. You know what? Some of that, they, they did some shocking tackles, shocking tackles, and they get away with it. Because... I was surprised by the one extra time where. Paredes got yellow. I thought that was going to be a straight yeah, red. Yeah, straight red. Even earlier in the game, even earlier in the game, I think Messi stopped a counter and Jermaine Dinas was on commentary. It was, he was questioning. He was like, so because he's Messi, he can't get a yellow card. Exactly. Like, what's, what's going on? Yeah. It, it's ridiculous. I, there's a special word for them that the Brits and Australians, there's a special four-letter word, four word for them that Brits and Australians like to use. I won't say it, but I'm sure people listening know what word I'm talking about. Yeah. Well, I, I, for, I, I actually watched the commentary today on French TV because so uh, it's been quite good because you get the passion of the French. But uh, even, on, yeah. even on French TV, they, basically the French television commentators were, were saying, well, actually, they were the better team. And it was, a, it was quite funny because on French TV, 
they were hope they were kept. They basically were hoping that uh, when he went to the penalties, they were hoping that someone was going to do a Harry Kane. <laughs> <laughs> it was so quite funny listening to it. I right? really want. <laughs> it's quite funny. I really want my English, the English friend, English listeners to, to soak in that point. <laughs> I watched the. I watched France England game with some friends and yeah. one of them Scottish was supporting France. The other two typical English lads supporting England. Yeah. When that hurricane penalty came about, second and he skied it. Oh, you could hear a pin drop. Yeah. I looked at what my mate, the Scottish guy, he looks at me, we all smiled, kept our mouth shut. <laughs> Tell you what, we didn't want to say a word. Oh, well, it's Harry Kane. I mean, it's quite funny because Harry Kane has a completely different meaning now over here in France, (laughs) which is shocking for me, as you can imagine, being a Tottenham fan and having people who talk to me about doing a Harry Kane. So it's been a... Yeah, speaking of, speaking of Tottenham, what's going on? What the hell is with Hugo Laurie? Has he never saved a penalty before? Do you not What's that about? What was that about? I mean, did you notice his whole body language in it? The the Argentinian keeper was trying to put players off. Mark. He was making himself look big. Yeah, exactly. He was throwing the ball away. I think he threw the ball away on one of the penalties, and Loris just stood there wiggling his shoulders. Yeah. Like, it, come it, on. Yeah, it, like it, it, he went into it not expecting to save one. That's, there's something wrong with the French mentality for this game. They went into this game almost not believing they could win it. Very strange. Very strange indeed, because they're, they're, the, they're the, the defending World Cup champions. But, they, I mean, in, in fairness, Hugo Lloris, he had a great game. You know, he, he kept, he kept, yeah. he's kept France in it in, in both the quarterfinals, the semis, and today. He's had a good, solid World Cup. Because which is one of his strengths. I mean, but he's a great shot blocker. I mean, that's his strength. Wonderful shot blocker. Mm. But uh, it's generally his it's his passing with his feet that's always been the issue. But uh, no, I mean, it was. Uh, yeah, he, he never looked like he was going to save a penalty. Never. Lo- I mean, there was the to me. I thought he was going to get Messi's second penalty. I thought he'd get that because he, he just it's like oh okay it's. Uh, it's a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be. Therefore, I can't get it. I'm not going to try. Very strange. But uh, uh, I, yeah, I agree with you. He got he got smaller rather than bigger as the well as it as the penalties were taken. And uh, exactly. And that there we go. Very much the case. But again, great final. Uh, let, let's. I mean, you know, the yeah. great comeback by France. I mean. It, if the French players could really believe in themselves, they could and should have won that. They had, you know, if Mbappe, if you think Mbappe scored a hat trick, okay, and he had, did he, did he have four shots? Three shots. Three shots, okay, no, but we had two shots and uh, three goals. Fantastic performance by Mbappe. He looked, he looked threatening when he finally got the ball. But the service from the French midfield, atrocious. Absolutely atrocious. I think that's what 
they're missing in Pogba yeah. in terms of that creative presence in midfield. In, uh, that's what they're really missing. Fully agree. So I think when they brought on um, Holo, what's his name? Uh, when they brought on Turam and yeah. Kolomwani and um, who else did they bring on? Coleman. I Coleman. think they went away from normal playmaking, yeah. normal creativity to pace, Energy. dribbling, penetration. That kind of, Yeah, exactly. It seemed like that, that became the game. Yeah. And to be honest, they were so close to pulling it off. Yeah. Again, we point out the <clears throat> Kolomwani shot at the end, which was saved by Martinez. Yeah. All in all, brilliant game, though. Great game. Great game. All in all, brilliant game. I mean, for me, as a French supporter in the final, it was a disappointing game because I had a much higher expectations yeah. of how they would play. I thought they would play a, a better pressing game and I thought they'd be able to at least part, find each other with their passes. And, but that was one of the big weaknesses. They just kept giving the ball away. And they kept giving the ball away in, in defensive situations. It's not as, I mean, in fairness, the, the, the second goal, the Maria's goal, was a superb goal. You know, you think it just started just outside their box and they just cut through. What do you think? Is it for? I, mean, I know Varane went off, inj- went off, and you could see he he was gone. But do you think he was his yeah. his injury was a bigger was a bigger factor than that was actually made out? Because I got the impression he was struggling big time. So yes, he looked. He made several crucial clearances this game, even against Morocco's semi final. He yeah. and Konate were brilliant. I think the weak link. And I don't understand why he started this game. Was it Pamecano? Because dating back to... um, Was it... What game was it? Because Konate was brilliant against Morocco. Mm. Yeah, against England. Harry Kane turned to Pamecano inside and out. Yeah, that... Every single time. Yeah. And I... Uh, when Konate came in against Morocco, it was clear who the superior defender was. Yeah. And... When I saw it again, I was surprised that Pamecano was back in the lineup. He did do some brilliant things. He did make that brilliant block in extra time yeah. on Lotaro Martinez. I thought, it was, I thought it was a goal, yeah. All in all, yeah, all in all, he wasn't, he, he was, he wasn't very good. No. Nope. I think that's, that was the problem. And Kamavinga, you know what? Hmm. How Real keeps playing 4D chess when everyone else is playing checkers. Because <laughs> Kamavinga, they moved him to left back looking fantastic. To Romani, they got him. How they've secured all these guys, just solidifying the midfield once Modric and Cole retire. Oh, what a club to be, eh? Mm. What a club to be. Yeah. I mean, if you look at the... From a, from a premiership perspective, no, no, I, was say, I was going to ask you, yeah. from a premiership perspective, what clubs do you think are going to come out of this thinking, yeah, our players have done well, we're going to be, we're go- we've got a good chance now to push forward next season or the rest of this season? I think United players, mm. uh, that's the easy one for me, but I think they did really well. Rashford was brilliant for England, Bruno Fernandes. Up when Portugal went out, he was probably in the running for Golden Ball. Varane, Lissandro Martinez, up until 
last couple of games where they've had to bring in a taller presence at the back. Yeah. He's been brilliant. Varane's been good. Um, who else have we got at the World Cup? To be honest, I'm just trying to think of a squad. Dalo was absolutely magnificent for Portugal. Shaw's mm. been good for England. Mm. Um, I mean, Fred's uh, didn't really play for Brazil, but that's fine. But yeah, like the players who played did really well. Mm. Um, here's G, obviously, with Mbappe, Neymar, Messi, Hakimi. It could keep going on. Mm. They've they've got the stars. Same with Real. Yeah, I don't know. What club do you really think could be proud of the players? Uh, I've got to be honest. I thought United looked very, very good. Exactly as you've just said, United looked very strong. I thought, funny enough, I thought even the Tottenham players actually came out of it quite well. I thought Perisic for Croatia, yeah. I loved his, he showed a lot of Absolutely. energy up and down. Uh, and I was very pleased with his overall play. To, uh, um, yeah, so, glad you said that, actually, sorry. Because hmm. he played left-back for Croatia yesterday. Right. And he was brilliant. Yeah. He was brilliant. I love, you know, I love Perisic. Like, Great player. Uh, when Mourinho wanted to sign him back if he, when he was at United, I was up for it. Mm. I just wasn't up for the idea of sending Martial the other way. <laughs> but yeah, who else? Perisic... Laurie had a good one. Romero, who else? Yeah, Romero had a good game. Uh, well, clearly, Harry was very, very good. To me, to me Harry demonstrated... I know he didn't score many goals, but his actual support and link-up play was outstanding. Absolutely outstanding. You know, against France, when he played much more traditional centre-forward type, he, he, he bullied, the, you know, as you rightly say, he bullied the French centre-halves. He could hold the ball up against. He was winning headers on. You know, we could have, we could have, and should have beaten France. In my head, we were the be- England were the better team. Despite um, what some people have said, I, I looked upon us. We, we were in control of that game. I thought generally yeah. Giroud. I think I've said to you beforehand. I didn't think Giroud would normally get. A, with, I was surprised he got his header in. He did really well. So I'll give credit where it's due. But generally. We could have and should have won that game. I think Marcus Rash- Rashford was really unhappy. He didn't he? Didn't, he missed that free kick of his because I think if it'd been a bit lower, that was in. You know, we we look good. We look good. So, um, so overall, no, I think the, the, the I think the key Tottenham players, uh, what's his name, Uruguay, looked good. Um, I, I, yeah, look good. So I, I've come away thinking, one, nobody's seriously injured, which is great. And I think we've got some players who, who will come away from that with a lot of belief in themselves. So I'm looking forward to see what mm. we can do next, the, the second half of the season. The Man City, a player who I thought was going to be bigger than he did was Alves of, of Argentina. I had a. I, I always thought he looked really good playing for Man City, but he doesn't look that good playing for Argentina. I mean, I know he got the two goals, um, is in the quarterfinals, but he didn't do as much as I thought he would do. So I was disappointed in him. In his, in his defense, City and Argentina are two very different teams. City is like the yeah. City is you know City. They got 
they rule every game, yeah. control everything. Yeah. Argentina is not as much. Yeah, it's sick. It's fair comment. Not as much. And also, it's Messi's team. When the ball comes up, you give the ball to Messi. <laughs> Your job is just to run around, yeah. hassle, you know, try and knock the centre halves about. And if you get hold of the ball, then you give it up to Messi, and you try and do one-two with Messi. That's all. That's the. It's generally the role the way that the Argentina play, and it's okay. But yeah, I thought I thought he would have done more. I thought, um, no, nah. that's about it, really. I thought you guys, the Man City, I thought the United players looked good. Um, PSG quite clearly. It's interesting for me with PSG because I think from what I've been hearing from the people who are here who have support PSG over here in France, they basically say that um, Neymar doesn't really doesn't work hard, Messi doesn't work hard, but it's all down to Mbappe. Mbappe is the only player who runs around and works hard. So uh, I think Messi just is just enjoying his money before he goes off and does another big money contract, really, I think, while he's been playing it. Mm. So I, th- I get the impression that Messi, while he's been here in France, has been saving himself for the World Cup. <laughs> I don't think he's. Um, yeah, I don't think he's necessarily worked that hard in terms of in terms of his football. So, in one sense, he's been very, very fresh for the World Cup, and I think it's probably demonstrated it. Uh, I think he saved himself. He saved his legs, and playing for PSG has helped him to save his legs. Where he's not done very much. That's true. So, uh, yeah. Let's all see. I don't think PS. I don't think PSG will do anything next year. Looking at what, but I, I, I think there's too many players who don't work for PSG. If you've got Neymar, you've got Messi, who basically doesn't work hard. None of those two players work hard. And uh, no matter what you're saying, the sense that even if you've got a lot of defensive midfield players. That's going to be, t- it's tough to win big games with players like that. Tough to win big games. Hmm. Might look good in terms of getting people through the door, but I think it's tough to win since the, you know, the big one with that team. So we'll see. Yeah. So mm. my next question to you then yep. is bringing it back to the World Cup. Yep. What would your team of the tournament be? Right. Um, you got, well, first. You got to start with the formation and then you fill out. So, what formation are you going for? Well, I'm going to go to four three three. Yeah. Okay. Standard. Um, my goalkeeper. Um, I don't. I, 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 the goalkeeper is different one because Hugo Lloris is being very, very good. Um, mm-hmm. Is as a shop saver. But I like my goalkeeper also to be able to pass the ball out. Um, so I actually I quite like the Moroccan goalkeeper in actual fact. Yeah. Uh, was his name Bonka? Bono. Bono. So Bono. Bono. It'd be, yeah. it'd either be Bono. I, I love the fact. I have to say that. Uh, yeah. I also like the the Argentinian keeper because if there's any penalties to be taken, he he like he fills the goal. He fills the yeah. goal, and uh, and he plays with the kind of confidence I which I want from my keeper. So it's really one of the two. So okay, let, let, let me. But now, as I'm, I'm trying to support Africa a bit, so let me go with Bono, at, uh, <laughs> at in goal. I like. We'll take that. 
I like the Moroccan right back who plays for PSG. What's his name? Um, Akimi. Akimi. Yes. Akimi is, I think, looks very good. Very, very good. I also quite like the Croatian. Agreed. I also quite like the Croatian right back. Um, I forgot his name as well, so excuse me. Um, who was very, very quick. Um, he was good. But uh, yeah, no. The Moroccan right back for me was superb. In midfield, right-hand side of defence. Now, I am going to go with something which is going to probably surprise you. I like John Stone. I like John Stone. Because I also, bizarrely enough... I, Sorry, you've, you, you just froze there. What was that? So I quite like John Stone, but uh, I'm going to go with... Mm-hmm. Uh, is the Brazilian man, Thiago. Thiago was, for me, yep. ultra solid. Nobody beat him. He, he, he got back. You know, I thought he played very, very well. On the left-hand side, I quite like that, the Croatian centre-half, the young Croatian centre-half. Guardio. Guardio. I thought he played very, very well. Yeah. I mean, what, what's your... So I thought he was very good. Um, okay. And left back. To be honest, there was nobody that that really stood out for me on the left back. I could say, ah, oh, that guy looked a really good left back. So maybe you think of a playing a three, but um, and I could play a more de- more defensive set of midfield players. Let, let me think. Let me hold on the left back. Uh, okay. Okay. Across the my midfield. Well, Casemiro has got to be in my midfield. I'm, let me just give you the four player going for my midfield first. Casemiro has got to be in my midfield. I, I thought he was superb. I, I, he was. A, he, I think he could have done a bit more. But against Modric, which therefore leads you to turn on my next player, Luca. Luca is, is was superb. So Luca, I've got to have in my midfield. So Casimiro, my defensive one, Luca. The Moroccan number four was I thought outstanding. Um, I forgot. Rabat. Yes. Outstanding. Yes, absolutely. Outstanding. Absolutely. Okay, so I've got two holding. I've got an attacking midfield player. As well, and on my right hand side, who am I going to have? Who am I going to have? Because I'm going to because I'm going to put I was going to put Perisic on on the Perisic can also play on the right actually. Perisic can play all over. He can play on the because I really liked his game. He, he brought he energy. He worked hard. Nice solid player. Okay, I'm going to put Perisic on the right. Okay. Yeah. Up front. Centre forward, it, okay. You see, Mbappe basically t- takes left. Um, Messi mm-hmm. plays on the right, so that's nice and easy. And down the middle, I'm. So you had. I thought you had Perisic. Four three three. Yeah, I'm gonna have to make a change, aren't I? Because, okay, 
So yeah, sorry. So down the middle. I'm. Oh, how about this? Four, four, sorry. Four, four, how about this? You can put Perisic at left back. That's true. But put per- and that fills your left back spot. That's even better. Put Perisic in my left back spot because he can over, he can run, and he can do that. Yeah, much better than anybody else. Perisic yeah. in my left back spot. Okay. So I've got my three. I've got Luca, Casemiro, and the Moroccan, and and up top there's only two players there, man. Mm-hmm. It's my boy. Mbappe, and you've got to play Messi. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, so they can play. So it's a four-three-three. So who's my who's yeah. my man in the middle? You see, see, it's difficult for me not to pick my man. I'm gonna put. I knew it. I'm gonna put Richardson. Ah, that was a spoil it for you. Well, uh, still your man. Uh, still your man. Still your man. Cheat. That's a cheat. Right there. Because he just got a few more goals. What? Yeah, Richardson. Yeah, it's got to put Richardson. Because right. you know, you've got to play a proper centre forward. So I have to say, Giroud played okay. quite well for me, in fairness. And I did like the. Uh, was it Cody Gaffer? Cody Gaffer? I do like the way he played, but he, yeah. I keep calling him a winger. I don't, but I don't see him as a winger. But um, no, it's, Charlton is 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 the perfect player. He could he could play he could play with Mbappe and he can play with Messi. The one twos around the box. He's strong enough to hold it up good in the air. No, no, that's my that's my squad. That's my team. Who's yours? Okay. And tell me your formation. Oh, sure, a keeper. Yeah. I've got a choice of three. It's either Livakovic from Croatia. Yeah. Because he was brilliant. Penalties as well. Bonner from Morocco or Martinez from Argentina. Um, I think anyone listening to this can attest that I'm not a huge fan of Argentina players. So yeah. definitely not going to pick Martinez on my team of the tournament. Uh, yeah, like you said, I think it's impressed with, the, with Morocco what they've done for Africa. So I'm going to pick Bono. Right back, Hakimi. I, I yeah. don't even have any second choice on that one. No, I, I think feel like I... that's a straightforward one. Yep, great. <clears throat> right centre-back. There were quite a few of them that did really well. Um, but I think I've I've got to stick with my boy, uh, Varane. He was... <clears throat> Noah was injured, didn't play too much in group stage, but since then, it's been his usual mercurial self as at the back for France. Mm-hmm. So he slots in. Left centre back is Guardiola. I think he's been one of the revelations of this World Cup, mm-hmm. and I'm surprised he didn't win Best Young Player. Uh, that's a bit weird to me. It feels like there's a lot of bias in that one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Left back. Here's the problem. Perisic was good at left back, but I think he only played a couple games, so I can't really. I don't want to just pick him over some more natural left backs. I think for left back, I'm gonna have to go, and I'm really rocking my ba- my brain here. Mm. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Tagliafico for Argentina. I think he's solid. He did what he was meant to do. He was solid today. Watching the way France attacked today, they tended to focus more on the left side yeah. than the right. And I think that's because Tagliafico did a brilliant job on the pitch until he went off in extra time. Yeah. 
an into midfield. I'm doing a four two three one, by the way. Okay. I think Sofian Amrabat. I don't think he can be left off anyone's team of the tournament. He was absolutely fantastic. He was super. He was super. I would. Yeah, I. I think they've given they gave Messi golden ball. I think Mbappe gets silver and Amrabat gets bronze. He has been that good. Mm. Partnering him, I really like what Tremaine's done for France. But like you said. I don't know how it still does it at 37, but Modric has been... Unbelievable. His usual mercurial self. I, I don't get how he does it. Like At 37, he just... You watch him play and you just... At no point do you think he looks tired. No. It's, it, it, it's ridiculous. He doesn't get so rushed. He's, he doesn't get he's rushed. In there. He doesn't get exactly. rushed. It's amazing. He just... And he sees the... He sees the pitch... Um, like, almost like it's like it's on an angle, yeah, like it's on an angle, so you can see an angle that other people can't. You know, it's just superb, it's in- incredible. Absolutely. So I think he partners Amrabat, um, but I think a an honourable mention to Chouamani for what he's done. Mm. Right wing or right foot, four two three one, yeah. Um, Messi, let's just get it right. Right, left, Messi, Mbappe. Let's not let's not mess around. Yeah, it's easy to with anything else. I think the middle of that in the three, I have to go Griezmann. He didn't have the best World Cup. Oh, uh, sorry, the best World Cup final. Wow. But before that, he was stupendous. The game against Morocco. I don't know if you watched it, mm. but he was France's best midfielder by a mile, and it's not because the others didn't do well. It's just time and time again, Morocco put the ball in the box or they'll have an attack and the man clearing it, the man bringing the ball out was Griezmann in the French box. And I think it was all over Twitter that I think there's a post someone put on Twitter Mm. that's been famous since that Morocco game. Mm. And what the person said is that two weeks ago, Griezmann just decided he's going to become the best midfielder in the world. And stop playing attack and stop becoming midfielder. And that Morocco game encapsulated that tweet because he was all over for France. I think he was man of the match, if I'm not mistaken, mm. unless they gave it to someone else for scoring goals. But he was brilliant. And up top, <sighs> Charleston's a good shout. Kane, his usual mercurial self. He, sorry, his usual. You know, provide for others, mm. except when he needs to actually be the bully man up front. Yeah, I think he was good as well. And Ena Valencia, I know he went out early, but he did a brilliant job. Before that's, he did. that's a very good point. I, I, that's a very good point. Yeah. I think to just focus on people from the from the knockout stages onwards. But he he was he was yeah. tremendous. I agree with you there, Valencia. No, bringing it back to someone who was in knockout stages. And I say this because I feel like he needs even more recognition because he got a lot of hate for not scoring at the last World Cup. But Olivier Giroud, apart from today, has proven time and time again that the French team plays best when Giroud is playing at his best. Because no doubt. he does... He scores 
quite a few goals got for this World yeah. Cup. But it's what he does when they don't have the ball. Or it's what he does when they have the ball. He gives them an outlet. He, gives he them... holds up. Yep. Yeah. Like, exactly. Perfectly said. Absolutely. Gives them an outlet. Willing to do the dirty. Absolutely. Willing to get his hands, his hands dirty. Yep. Doing all that. We saw against the against Morocco, Mbappe wasn't tracking back well enough. You tried, but again, he's 34, 35, yeah. and he's never been blessed with pace. That's why he had to be taken off. Yeah. But he is exactly what you want as your centre forward, except if he had a little bit more pace. But yeah, that is so my final team of tournament, 3-3. Bono, Hakimi, Varane, Gvardio, Tagliafico. Amrabat, Croatia, um, Modric, mm. Messi, Griezmann, Mbappe, Giroud. Very similar. That feels very French. Very similar. Uh, uh, Griezmann, I just, I'm probably not the, Griezmann, I can understand your choice of Griezmann. I just didn't, like I think I said to you beforehand, to me, he just doesn't, his work rate in that position isn't high enough. I know you think he did it, but to me, as it demonstrated in the final, and there's a reason why he got taken off. He, he just, at that next level, I just don't think, if, if he, with, if Conte is playing behind him, Griezmann would be fantastic. If you had a player with the level of energy that Conte brings to the game, who can do the, that work rate. I mean, Conte brings the work rate of two people, generally, whenever he plays. And I think that's, and therefore, the, I think Griezmann, at that level, just missed that. And I, and I think I said to you beforehand, and that was reflected in today. But I can understand that. I can understand. I agree with you. you. Had a great game against Morocco. I think the great thing for for France is they scored so early against Morocco, and therefore it, it sort of took yeah. it took Morocco out of their plan game plan, and therefore France were able to relax a bit, and therefore they, it gave them a much better comfortable position. But uh, yeah, it's interesting because here in France. Uh, if you look at French television, because I looked at most of the games on French TV, but uh, nearly every every other advert is a Griezmann advert. You'd, it's not Mbappe or anybody else. It's like virtually every advert on TV is Griezmann in some form or fashion. He's massive here. He's mm. absolutely massive. He's pro- he's you know he's, pro- he's probably in one sense even bigger than Mbappe from a from a commercial perspective. So uh, you know he's he's he is really he's widely recognised within France as being, as being the man. I mean Mbappe is going to be the man, as he's demonstrated by the World Cup. But I think from a domestic yeah. following here in France, you know Griezmann, uh, there's been a big expectation of Griezmann. And in fairness, you know generally he's not let France down. I think today we was a he just got outdone, uh, but. Um, Hey, France were unlucky, but they just the, the better team won. That's all I can say once more. And they disappointed me as a as a French fan here in the finals, with all my friend, with all with all the people around me here, who were basically been screaming for France to win. But anyway, that's one of those things. What well, what's your next question? Um, I haven't got another for this episode. I think I didn't. Keep them, keep it short. And yeah, sweet, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Just while it's fresh in our minds, the whole World Cup, and then we'll be back to club football in the next one. Yeah, that'd be good. 
But uh, last thing United about... playing. What are you guys playing? Carabao Cup Wednesday. We're playing Burnley in Carabao Cup wow. on Wednesday. So that's it's already it's gonna be quick. Right back into it. Right back into it. It's amazing, isn't it? It's hard to believe that. Yeah. yeah it's last thing about the World Cup. Let's talk about the World Cup overall. From my side of it, it, it's been an amazing tournament. Absolutely amazing. I think that Qatar have done a, have, have done a credit to themselves, putting politics aside and everything else. You know, the, the quality yeah. of the football has been superb. Um, we've Best st- ever. You know, the, the shocks have made it perfect. You know, it's been tremendous to watch. Uh, I must say, I'm not too sure. I, I'm not sure if I'm keen on the idea of a of a World Cup mid-season. But in actual fact, because all the players generally are quite fresh, so it actually makes for a, a more entertaining World Cup, I think. That's one of the reasons why it's been so good. None of the players are too jaded. That is true. So I think that's actually that added true. to the overall reflection of the quality of play. You know, I think quite too often it's at the end of the season and most of the players are, are completely knackered. And, uh, you know, so that's been sure. So maybe there's an answer to do it in a mid-season break sometime in the future. And I've got to say that one other thing I've got to say about this is that the way that the uh, having the having four teams in a league and whereby it's been absolutely brilliant, absolutely brilliant. I'm, I know they're talking about changing the format for, ne- for the next World Cup, which to me is a massive sadness, where they're going to have like lots more teams, which is going to be three teams in the league, which I think is crazy, because having four teams in the league, it meant every game was, was meaningful. And then the final games, where we had, a, we had scenarios where some teams were going through, some teams were, were top of the league, and all of a sudden they were bottom of the league. Fantastic. It made the whole thing... Mm much more passionate, much more memorable, and, and really much more exciting. Much more exciting. You know, you, you think every team in this World Cup has lost. You know that? There's been... Everyone. Not, every team in the World Cup has actually lost the game of football. Yeah. That's incredible. Which is incredible. You know, it shows you the quality of football, the way it's going. Japan, Saudi... They've all come through South Korea, you know, and the African nations have all proved themselves that, that there's a much more level of balancing field, I think, in terms of what's going on in football, which has been tremendous for everybody, tremendous for everybody. So I think it's been great. So that, that would be my final comment. How about you? What's your final comments on football on the World Cup? I think I'm going to miss this World Cup. I think it's been, it's given everyone something to really cheer on. Mm. Um, club football is great, but I think the World Cup brings together a lot more people than club football does. Mm. And it's been an absolute spectacle, like you said, that Qatar have put on. So, yeah, I think this one will go down as probably the greatest in living memory. Mm. I, and we've been spoiled this Christmas. So, something to enjoy. Well, an early Christmas present. That's what we should look at as being. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. Okay, then. Well, thanks. Right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, 
Nope, always a pleasure. And always a pleasure. Look forward to speaking to you again soon. You too. Okay. I'll speak to you. Oh yeah, speak to you at Christmas. Of course. It's one week away. Wow. One week. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, we'll speak. We'll speak then, or speak before. Okay, take care. Speak. Yeah. All right. Bye. See you. Bye.